this is Genoa. It's a YouTube. And this is In Entertainment. Yes, and we are on the tail end of friends coming together for a common cause. Did I get that right? Week. Did you get what right? The friends coming together for a common cause week. Yes, yes, you got that right. Yes. Nice. All right. I told you I get it one of these days. Um, yeah, and we are wrapping it up with the uh, 2011 uh, sci-fi independent movie Jim Attack the Block. Yes. So before we dive into the movie, uh, what was the hot song in 2011? Uh, so 2011, pretty much Lady Gaga was dominating everything. So pretty much Born This Way was the song. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I always thought I- that came out like 2009 or something like that. You and it's it's funny because uh, I was hanging out with my nieces this past weekend and they had that song on one of their playlists. And in my mind, that song's from 2014, 2015. But you're right. It is 2011. Huh? <laughs> yeah, time flies. You listen to Gaga. Yeah. yeah, my nieces. Um, I don't know if they're being ironic or are just really more hip than, than I ever was, but they're very much into music that was way before their time. So they were playing eighties, like their, their party mix include eighties, nineties, 2011 songs. I was like, will you send me this mix? This is really good. <laughs> See the, the, the youth is learning. The youth is learning <laughs> the good stuff. And they're realizing the music before their time was actually good shit. Yes. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> um, was I, was, awesome. I was confused by that, but pleasantly surprised. Now, you're like, hey, send me a Spotify. Was it a split playlist? Or like a Spotify? Yeah, it was, a, it was a Spotify playlist. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, what I, I remember from 2011 is it was, I believe, the last year that Flight of the Concords, um, a little HBO TV show, was on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was a good show. <laughs> yeah. No. Was that Taika? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was a great. Really? What? That was the last year? I mean, season? That, wow. Again, I thought that was 2014, like 13. Well, it started in 2007. Oh, 2009 was its last year. Uh, I think anything between 2007 to 2000 and maybe 13 kind of just blurs it like it kind of like fuse years for some reason yeah so so Tyka was not involved in it it was uh, James Bowden Jermaine Clement and Brett McKenzie uh, gotcha 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 yeah yeah, I, I remember that show being pretty, pretty good. But but they're all New Zealanders, so I mean, is for anyone that's never watched the show, um, it's fantastic. Just mm-hmm. highly recommend finding. I'm pretty sure you can find it on HBO Max. Yeah, um, yeah, that's why I was assuming Taika was part of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it gives you crazy songs like Hippopotamus. Um, you know, just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just gems, just gems. Yeah. 
but uh, we are not talking about a New Zealand mo- uh, movie. We are actually talking about a UK movie. Mm-hmm. Attack the Block. Yeah. So uh, what is this about? Uh, so the IMDb description is a teen gang in South London defeat their defend their block from an alien invasion. <laughs> um, I think that might be the shortest IMDb description we've ever had. Yeah. Um, Short and sweet. But- yeah, short and sweet and, and accurate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a winner of South by Southwest Audience Award and the LA Film Fest Audience Award in 2011. It was directed by Joe Cornish. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, do you know much about Joe Cornish? Not really. Um, not, yeah, not really. I mean, well, now I'm kind of scrolling through his IMDb. Like he he wrote a lot of stuff, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's primarily a a writer. It looks like. Um, yeah. I think it looks like Attack the Block was his big movie. Um, oh wait a minute! You see this? Uh, Attack the Block Two is in pre production. I'm I'm noticing that right now. <laughs> Say what? Uh, that be that will be an interest. I mean, I don't. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. guess I guess the aliens could like the the first aliens that uh, hit the U.S. were like the the pawns, the early thing folks that you send forward, and then you have your bigger force that follows. Yeah. Your scouts. They were the scouts. True. Oh, and John Boyega is tapped to, to replace his role. Replace his role. Interesting. Yeah, as Moses. Yes. So, uh, as Yusuf mentioned, uh, the before he was a superstar, and this was the movie that helped get him discovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Boyega was played Moses. He was the key character fighting the aliens. And then we, we have the new uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, yep, the lady Doctor Who, Jodie Whittaker, mm-hmm. uh, Sam. And there's a bunch of other folks in the movie that aren't really famous. Yeah, um, except for Nick Frost. You know who Nick Frost is when you see him. Yeah, he's like the fat British dude that's in a lot of movies. Um, but if you watch the CW and some of the DC shows on there, um, you might recognize Franz Drama, 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 Sure. Yeah. Uh, he was in like DC Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, um, and all of those, but he was also in a previous movie that we reviewed, which was The Gentleman. He played Benny. Right. Okay. I was trying to figure out. Like, he looks familiar. He he looks so familiar. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was, it was uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was also in Edge of Tomorrow, but oh yeah, he was part of the squad, right? He, he was part of the squad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. He, he's. 
Like he, in Edge of Tomorrow, he's the one on the plane um, where he goes, I see a dead man. Mm. He goes, you know what? You know what I'm looking at? A dead man. (laughs) Yes. Wow. I mean, that's pretty cool. He's been sprinkled around all these movies here and there. And then, you know, hit pay dirt, so to speak, uh, with the DC TV show. So, man, congrats. I mean, good for him. That's awesome. Yeah, he's not. His character was uh, is no longer part of the show, but yeah, oh, he was no. in, he was in a lot of seasons. So okay. I'm sure he, he made a, a nice little checking yeah, account. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. He could afford to buy mom mom that house. Let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've been to um, the the area that this movie takes place, right? Not this particular area, but. Yeah, I mean, you, I've, you, I've, you've been over there, right? I've been to London. Yeah. All right. Now, geog- well, geography wise, and I'm sure they probably said like where they were in this particular movie. But what's the hood side of London? What's like Canada? Like what's the west? What's the east side, north side, whatever <laughs> like, of that of London? I don't know. I mean, in this movie, it make they make it sound like it's the South London. Okay. Uh, so South, uh, it's the city that's south of the River Thames, uh, consisting of the boroughs of Bexley, Bromley, Croydon, Greenwich, Kingston, Lambeth, and a few other. Cool. All right. So, so let's just say, so they were like in that general area. Yeah. You know, I, yes, I've been to London, but you know, I did the, the touristy things. So (laughs) I probably, (laughs) yeah. And like I did go to Oxford university, but anytime we came into London proper from Oxford, um, it was usually at night to go to concerts. Like that's where I saw, um, Oh shit. Um, a a lot of hip hop artists that from from the nineties. Like East coast rappers or West coast rappers. No, uh, only East coast rappers. Okay. Um, I want, it's not shit. It'll come by. As soon as we wrap, as soon as we wrap up, you're like, oh, it's so and so. It was them. It was them. It was it was them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's got. Well, it's gonna pop a general's head just right. We're about to wrap it up. Watch. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then we'll post up the people she's seen on uh, if I entertainment as far as concert performances of '90s hip hop, and and if they're good ones, we might. Uh, put their like music videos just so you guys don't know who these artists are that she was checking out in London. <laughs> uh, it's it's good. It's gonna kill me. It's okay. You should look, go go through your spot. Go through your Spotify playlist, and you might have, it may be like a song from one of the artists. You're like, oh, them, yes, it was them <laughs> or him or her or whatever. Um. Yeah, South London. 
South London, the hood of London. That's well, at least in this movie, it's kind of panned out to be that that area. And this is where Moses and the crew kind of hold down the block. Um, and I think this particular night we come across the Jody Whitaker character. I think she's getting off the train, like the underground on the phone. Oh my god, it was De La Soul. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, good. That that's a good interruption. Yeah, that's awesome. You see, De La Soul. Okay, so this is the '90s. '90s De La Soul. So I'm assuming that. Okay, what was it? '90 what? Mid '90s. It was '97. Okay. <laughs> so '97. At that. Okay. Stakes is high. Their fourth album came out '96. So there was, so I'm sure they were singing a lot of stuff off their Stasis High album, which is a classic, and also their older stuff. Yes, that was a good yeah. concert. <laughs> and because they weren't like huge um, in in the UK, there was only like 30 of us in the crowd. <gasps> oh, that's an atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> Or was it a private concert? Uh, maybe, man. You were in the know. <laughs> I mean, we were we were right up by the stage. It was amazing. Oh, they should just grab the mic and freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have been a hype woman. You're like, over here, party over here. You know, even though it's three, y'all. So I guess the party was where you were. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. They are sold in London. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so going back to Jodie Whittaker's character, Sam, she is walking home and on her cell phone, not paying attention, which, hello, all women know when it's dark outside, you should not be on your cell phone. You need to be paying attention to your surroundings or you're going to uh, just highlight that you are a victim. And mm-hmm. Uh, or a potential victim. Mm-hmm. And she gets attacked by a bunch of youth, uh, six kids, five kids, and they mug her. And in the middle of the mugging, they see something in the sky that distracts them and she's able to run and get away. Mm-hmm. So the kids are interested to find out what was flying through the sky and landed on a car not too far away. And so they go to explore, and that's when the first attack happens. Yeah. And Moses, played by John B., um, manages to kill the alien that is just landed. Mm-hmm. And then they start carrying it around as their little trophy. Exactly. Yeah. And so in in the building that everyone lives in, uh, there's, I think there, there's a particular apartment that have, I guess, like the, the, the it's, it's that building that have all of the drugs nestled in there and growing weed and all. They have the little hydroponic area in the back somewhere, and that's kind of where the gang kind of post up and kind of talk about their victories and whatnot. Yeah, because the 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 man managing the store. Uh, played by Nick Frost, watches a lot of Animal Planet. Mm -hmm. And so they think that he might know what type of animal they have caught because they're not sure if it's an alien or what it is, but they figure he might know. And so they take it back to the store. 
Right. And uh, he keeps it, right? I guess it and have like puts it in the greenhouse, like that. that yeah, yeah. Okay. They put they put it in the pot vault, the vault yeah. slash greenhouse because mm-hmm. um, nothing's open yet, and they want to take it to the zoo the next day to find out what it really is, since Nick Frost couldn't tell them exactly what type of animal they were dealing with. All right, and throughout their uh, actually before they get to the building. You know, they come across kind of the, you know, the locals or the, the people around the way. Like there's these two, <laughs> these two little kids that's trying to, you know, be part of the gang. And, you know, they're trying to, you know, let them know like, hey, you know, like we, we can hold out. We can hold it down. We can hold it down. So the gang kind of shoes them away. Like, oh, get out of here, whatever. Um, they... Now, it's what I like about this movie is that each character, even characters that you kind of see in passing eventually play an intricate part in scenes which is uh, uh, pretty like good writing um, there's not really throwaway characters in here like every character kind of you know serves a purpose <laughs> yes agreed agreed <laughs> and then all of a sudden they see more stuff falling from the sky like what is that Yeah, it looks like um, a bunch of shooting stars or, I mean, basically like that scene you see in any type of alien invasion movie where there's all these projectiles coming down from the sky, coming down onto Earth. Mm -hmm. And they're landing all over the place. They never really say what night of the year it is, but... there are fireworks going off. So some of the kids are like, Oh, it's just fireworks. And they're like, but it's going the wrong way. Fireworks <laughs> up. They don't come down. Right. Yeah. So I guess it'd be like London's version of like their independence. Uh, do they even have that there? Uh, like their 4th of July. <laughs> I'll tell you, what's the fireworks. What's calls for fireworks over here? I'm not sure. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> Was there popping off live fireworks when you were there? No, uh uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, so again, now this is a, a kind of a question there. Like, okay, what the hell was going on that they, were, they had fireworks that night? Huh. Okay. We gotta investigate that. Like what's what's a London holiday? All of our uh UK um uh, I mean, it could have been right? like the Queen's Jubilee or Boxing Day. Oh, okay. uh, I'll go with that. Boxing Day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's say it's boxing night of bo- or boxing night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so shit hits the fan. Uh, you know, so now we're off and running with the game, trying to like flee to safety, not get killed, try to figure out what the hell is going on and how to kill these damn things. Uh, and while all the stuff is going on, you know, gang, like mem- friends are separated, you know, people are, you know, here, there, for the most part, most of the gang is, gang is together, but I think one of them, uh, was stuck in the trash can most of the movie, like hiding. <laughs> I think, yeah, well, yeah, one of them was in the trash can because they couldn't go anywhere because that the alien just kept like 
watching him like was it going anywhere? yeah yeah like like anytime he picked up the trash can the alien would like charge the trash can um and be and like just trying to get him right yeah so like he couldn't go anywhere he, he he's on the phone kind of letting him know like hey i can't go anywhere i'm stuck i'm stuck uh somebody come get me uh type situation yep yep well the other kids are um so they said so the first ran into the aliens in the park and they decided that they need to get back to their building um, on the block in order to be safe. So they all took off toward running towards the building. Um, the one kid hid in the trash can, but the other kids make it back to the building, um, which is where like all of the real action happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they're being chased on multiple floors from the aliens. Um, at one point in time, like they encounter the resident gangster who is they uh, were trying to get a job working for the resident drug dealer gangster, uh, but got on his bad side when they crashed into his car when they're trying to get away from the aliens. Mm-hmm. And now he's after them, but because he's after them, um, the aliens then run into the gangster and kill all of his henchmen. Uh-huh. <laughs> it gives us a super, super bloody elevator scene. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can, what I, one thing I can't say about this movie that was that's pretty cool is it has some pretty, like, hilarious and gnarly, like, deaths. Like... It, 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 you know, it was it was a little gory too. I mean, you know, but uh, it was it, it sort of it was sort of well to me it was comedic like kills. But I mean, yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't they didn't uh, go cheap on the blood or the blood splatters. <laughs> yeah, not not at all. Um, but I also liked how they used because they didn't have a huge budget, so they used um, their settings to sometimes tease out what was happening without actually showing what was happening. So Mm -hmm. the elevator scene, we don't see everyone get killed. We just see like the alien running in there. Then the doors opening up and the blood all over the place Mm -hmm. Um, with the alien dead and all the henchmen dead, but the one gangster dude still standing. Yeah. All all bloody. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, like we see it when they're running through the the building trying to get from the aliens rather than seeing the aliens like attack them so that you don't have to show the full alien costume all the time mm-hmm. um which th- would then require some CGI to enhance those effects they fill the the hallways with smoke mm-hmm. um or the lights would come like go mm-hmm. off and so you'd only see the glowing mouth mm-hmm. um Apparently, they only created two full alien suits um, so that you're typically only seeing two full alien suits. Otherwise, you're you're just seeing bits and pieces. Wow. Yeah, very clever. You know, yeah, like you said, you just use an old school style of film trickery, you know, to you know, give that effect. <laughs> Uh, which is pretty cool. Of course, you got to have like your obligatory visual stuff of horror movies. Like, you know, your creepy, 
light flickering hallways, you know, your smoky dark settings, your dark alleyways. It kind of like had all of the things you would expect. But like you said, they just they were very clever with the composition of the shots and stuff like that. And yeah, it's very clever that Joe Cornish director guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I also like so they 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 cast a number of unknowns. Um the director Joe, he actually um he interviewed kids from various youth groups in order to find what kind of weapons they would use um, if an alien invasion occurred. He also spent a bunch of time in South London to understand the, their dialect. Mm. So he was really tapping into like what the locals would do and act like in order to write the parts for his characters. And then he um, also found a lot of unknown actors so that we don't have that pre uh, that perception or that idea of what these people should sound like. So mm-hmm. it just, it seemed natural for these kids to be talking that way. Yeah. Yeah. Very authentic. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Cause there was some slang I had to like lean forward. Cause I was like, like what did he say? I gotta get like, yeah, well, yeah, it's the, it's the London slang. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that was an insult, but okay. I go with that. You don't know, understand <laughs> what the insult was. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, that's why I always watch with the subtitles on. Because um, sometimes they automatically translate it into language I'll understand. <laughs> uh, did they translate? That dialogue into, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it, but there's definitely, um, like UK shows that I'll be watching, and the character will say one thing that's like Cockney or something, and then the TV will translate it into a, a different word that I would relate to. <laughs> Yeah, so the TV is like, you would, I think this word would be better for you. Just yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Saying that AI Skynet, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I, I forget. So they run into Sam's uh, apartment, which they didn't know that, you know, actually Sam lives in the building that they mugs earlier that night. And so they kind of have forged this bond of survival because <laughs> Sam, no, well, I have to stick with them, you know, to, to, you know, uh, extend my chances of surviving the night. So, and so like the band, the friends coming together in a moment of crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and and the reason why like so while they end up in her her apartment to hide from the aliens one of them is injured and they discover she's a nurse and so they they get her to help them out and it is a a you know both sides can help each other here and we are all from the block so the block should come together right yeah so, yeah, so we have to defend our place of living from aliens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, between all the crazy Maddox stuff and 
you know, like I said, some pretty, some pretty cool, like hilariously gruesome deaths. Um, they cracked the code of why the aliens are attacking them specifically. Like just, like just beaming. Just they just chase them like all the time. Uh, so, so come to find out. Uh, the first alien that they kill and brought in, like the blood is on them and it's, I guess, serve as like a pheromone, so to speak, that's attracting all of the aliens to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the pheromones, the, the, the female alien released a bunch of pheromones so that the first kids and people that touched the alien were all covered in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Moses figured out a plan. Like, all right, since, since they're coming after us or, you know, I'm going to, you know, lure them into a central spot that we have the tactical advantage. And so, you know, so Moses do his thing. Don't know. Okay. People should have seen this movie. I mean, it's okay. So I, I, I didn't. I had. I didn't see this movie in 2011. I saw this movie for the first time this month. <gasps> so when you saw John Boyega you in uh, Star Wars, you're like, "Oh, who's this guy?" It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I see him pop up with this trailer, I'm like, "It's Moses! Moses in Star Wars!" That's crazy. <laughs> I had no idea who Moses was. Oh. Uh, but I had like three different streaming services that were suggesting this movie to me. So I had to watch it. Um, I think like Amazon prime suggested it to me. HBO max suggested it to me and Tubi suggested it to me. So I was like, okay, I get it. You <laughs> don't want me to watch this movie. Yeah. I guess they were like, Oh, she haven't seen this yet? <laughs> you haven't rated this movie yet. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah, what's, what's your problem? Uh, yeah, it's funny because I think and I think I read an interview or something like that. Like, uh, John, like that's the reason why he got Star Wars because J.J. Abrams like loved him in Attack the Block. Like, yeah, which I, I think is awesome. Um, I mean, Quentin Tarantino said Attack the Block was his one of the his top favorite films of 2011. Yeah, it was, and it's right up his alley. I mean, you know, it's it's it's, it's low budget. You know, we have some you know um, very like off the kilter and spontaneous like kills. Which that's his jam too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was shot. Yeah, I mean, I love what they did with the, you know, the color, like the colors of, like you know, the color palette and the green room, the color palette, like in the hallways and outs and outside. I mean, it. Okay, here's my problem with a lot of movies now. They look very flat, like color wise, it's very flat. It's not anything that pops. It's not anything that just jump out at you. Like what's behind the characters is just very, you know, oh, okay, they they're in front of something. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, the movies like this, you know, it's it's colorful, it's atmospheric, it's atmospheric, you know, it just matched the craziness of what the characters are going through. Like a Guy Ritchie movie, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely 
like dig that. And it reminded me like, yeah, movies don't really like concentrate on like their look so much anymore. Like, you know, the, the colors and stuff like that. But, I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, it feels like a very, each scene feels very rich. Yeah. Um, but do you think that, I mean, is that because of what they, he filmed it with? Possibly. I mean, but then again, also, uh, also, it's, you know, cinematographer, like, you know, because that's like the mayor's the director, cinematographer, they figure out what they want to do visually, aesthetically with the, the shots, whatever. So I don't know. I think it's, you know, Joe that was like, oh, I want, I want it to be this color. I want, you know, the scene to have this kind of color palette, so to speak. Right. Oh, by the way, IMDb says the film takes place on Guy Fox night, AKA bonfire night, November 5th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plots. Uh, the only, the only reason I know that is because of V for Vendetta. That's the only reason. I know. <laughs> There's no reason that the 5th should never be forgot. Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, Beef Vendetta taught me some things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool. So that's what. So that's what all the the fireworks are for. It's weird because no one wore like a uh, Guy Fawkes uh, face in that movie. Oddly. Yeah. Maybe there is a reason for that. Yeah, is it a copyright? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's like, yeah, they're gonna cost how many thousand dollars to put a guy box on a character in my movie? Nah, that's okay. We're not gonna do that. Or because they were trying to be authentic to the neighborhood, they went and asked kids in the neighborhood, "What do you do on November 5th And they're like, "Oh, well, you know, it's an opportunity for us to to set off fireworks, but we don't we don't dress up or do anything else." Yeah, like, that, like that, that's a white people thing. As I like, fuck that, we'll do that corny shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, which makes sense. I don't see like, especially you know, hood teenagers having all masks and like, oh, hey. Like nah, <laughs> understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see how this could be in Tarantino's list, or whatever. Okay, well, I guess this will get us right into, uh, you know, our our ratings. Uh, so, um, sit down. Meaning that you know, it, it was good. It was worth your. I think it's like an hour and a half. I think it's less than an hour and a half. Uh, it's worth an hour and a half. Um, you know, good look. Uh, putting your shoes on, kind of play going outside, meaning that, you know, it's okay. I, I might go outside or I might wash my clothes and do dishes and kind of hear the movie more so than <laughs> engage in it. Uh, and go outside. I'd rather go outside, get sneezed on, bit by aliens with COVID, than stay and watch this movie. I mean, it's sit down for me. I've I've already watched it twice, so oh, nice. <laughs> I may not have been aware of it when it came out, but I caught up. Better late than never, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this, this is a classic. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. We got to know. It's funny because I was telling people, young people, okay, Finn and Doctor Who was in the same movie together and it's called Attack the Block. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy when you think about, like, they were both basically unknowns in Attack the Block and have gone on to be in 
two of the biggest sci-fi shows, movies, mm-hmm. series around. Yeah, good for them. You know, they deserve it. Yeah, they've been grinding since two th- two thousand eleven, and and here they are. Speaking of which, is the Doctor coming out with more episodes? It's been like almost two, two, it's been over two years, right? Almost I think, years. I think, she, I think she's gonna like. I think Jody is going to do one more holiday thing, mm-hmm. and then I think they're in the process of finding a new Doctor. Already. I think. I feel like I read that somewhere online. Okay. Wasn't it like only one season shoot? I mean, I could did Capaldi do like two or three seasons? I thought she I thought she did uh I think she's already done two. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? It's funny because with like of course the BB shows it like it's only like a handful of episodes. It's like, oh season's over. Because you know, up opposite American television is like twelve to like 15 episodes is a season. So. Yeah, so, I mean, she's been the doctor since 2017 and uh, done at least 30, she's done 30 plus episodes. Wow, okay. Okay, so definitely a couple of episodes. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, and it has her running till 2022, so maybe I read some something incorrect. But okay. um, there's a there's a special coming out early next year. Uh, okay. So and then yeah. I guess it's season 13 of the new of the new era. Mm-hmm. I don't know whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad she's you know at least got one more year under under the doctor's belt to more adventures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of difficult because while while you're the doctor, you can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. So she may want to expand beyond the doctor. Sure. Well, I mean, at least, at least you have that sweet notoriety when she move on to other stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, and she was in Broad Church before Doctor and after the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you say, hustle, hustling them, hustling them BBC shows. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, there's only like 10 BBC actors, let's be honest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they like Rotem and they kind of like all mix and match throughout the show. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there you have it, guys. Attack the Brook. Um, it's on what is it? on Amazon Prime. It's on what else? It's on <laughs> HBO, HBO Max, and Amazon Prime right now. Okay. Yes. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Um, actually, it would be a good movie to kind of get ready for October. Uh, pretty much. Um, so. It is. Yes. Uh, yes. Definitely. All right, guys. Um, yeah. So, like I said, we gotta take a. We're gonna take a commercial break, so to speak, uh, <laughs> as far as in, in Flyer Entertainment. But you know, but don't fret. We'll we'll be back soon, and uh, we'll be hit you with some more stuff going into the scary month of October. We have some. Uh, awesome guests and some cool movies for the skinny month for everyone to check out um yeah until then we wish everyone safe physical distancing and 
uh, get your vaccines. Yes. Peace.